0: Yes, g'day and welcome back to another episode of the Sheep Station Cup Dynasty podcast. Joined by my usual suspects, Pointer. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you, Chris. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Severely delayed there or do you just not want to respond to me?
1: No, I'm just doing it how it comes through. <laughs> Righto. Eh? Guest Hong Kong, how are you, mate?
2: Yeah, pretty good, um... You'll see my my screen actually says 4S, even though uh, I am guest Hong Kong. So you've just completely <laughs> confused everybody there. Yeah, you're
0: welcome. Um, yeah, look, we're trying this whole uh, live stream thing, and I don't know if it's working, but we'll figure it out. Am I right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> see we'll see what happens. But um, is that a dog?
2: Yeah, dog. He's right here. Say hello. <laughs> uh,
0: happy days. Yeah, we've got these. Uh, oh, <laughs> hey, Boogie. <buddy." laughs> <laughs> Got this uh, idea because we wanted to do a live tribal council, so we're going to uh, see if we can iron out the kinks here today. Um, who knows if it's live? We'll see, I guess. Anyone um, know if we're live?
1: <laughs> well were we meant to check, were we? <laughs> no, nah,
0: not really. I'm checking currently, but uh, look, we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, we're going to do uh, today we've got some news to break down we've got tribal council to break down um no one actually knows he's been voted off yet so this is going to be a live tribal council um and then yeah let's uh let's see what happens but a uh, bit exciting talk about a bit of tanking continued it's uh episode two of tanking i guess this week is peter oh and six mate
1: yeah can we not talk about that again <laughs> All right, we well, only mentioned it that one time. We,
2: we uh, haven't talked about it yet. Um, this is the first time. <laughs> really? Last week you were 0-5. Now you've lost six games in a row.
0: Oof. Hey, look, what do you do? You'll get there. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to talk first of all about news. NFL news. Week six is in the books. Um, plenty of injuries. Plenty of uh, things happening in the NFL land. So let's start off with uh, sneaky, a couple of injuries. Mark Ingram, injured. Not that it really was going to affect his fantasy performance, but he's got a sneaky ankle injury. Um, not considered con- severe, but uh, apparently he might be back after the bye this week. So what do you take from this? We reckon um, only this bye, or do you reckon maybe we see some J.K. Dobbins time?
2: You know, I think probably just misses the bye, and then you can continue to not start him after the bye. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think... Gus Edwards is the best back in this backfield at the moment. He's he's certainly the best runner. Um, hopefully, maybe Ingram misses some games and they just kind of go. Oh, Ingram's not doing that much anyway, and Dobbins takes hold. But yeah, I, I think it's probably just sort of a team to avoid at the moment.
0: I think. Yeah. What do you reckon about the Ravens this year? It's um. It's
2: I a think tough kind
0: of. I don't know. It's tough to start anyone apart from Lamar.
2: Yeah, well, the fantasy, I think, is getting a bit skewed because they seem to just sort of jump out to a 19-0 lead every single week somehow. And um, then they just kind of cruise for the rest of the game. Their defense is really strong, so no one can score against them and nothing happens. Like, they're they're not particularly successful running the ball. I don't know if it's like that rhythm thing where, you know, one running back gets to... You know, a bunch of carries in a row because they're just chopping and changing between them none of them are really explosive or what it is but they just seem to be not that effective at the moment I don't know
0: Petey what do you reckon about the Ravens this year any uh, concerns queries thoughts oh, probably
1: um, Lamar Jackson tick up here he'll run the ball more like we saw him run more last week right so I don't know I think probably an advantage for him to see more rushing yards but I think the, the clock on Mark Ingram's ticking and having him in the mm. FF down under Invitational after losing Nick Chubb to injury and Le'Veon Bell going to the Chiefs has really screwed me there. So I think it's destined to be, for him, I know he might get a few touchdowns, but he's not going to get the volume he had last year in terms of rushing attempts to you know make up for that and get the yardage to give you a nice, safe, for...
0: Yeah, I think the offense is a little bit off at the moment, um, bit of a shit. But yeah, I've got. Uh, if, speaking of leagues, where well, you've got Mark Ingram in the uh, IDP league that we're running, I'm currently starting Ty Johnson and Quaterell Patterson. They're running mm. back this week. It's uh, Slim Pickens. For our old Simons, uh, but yeah, look what do you do? Uh, let's move on from Mark Ingram. He's been disappointing, that's for sure. I mean, you thought maybe it would be kind of like an easing into the swapping between him and Dobbins, but um, they've just both been not usable. So yeah, as the Mark Ingram owner in, in cheap's one, it's uh, he's kind of just a almost drop candidate, especially in your, your redraft kind of kind of league. So, uh, miss this One Devontae Park has got to be a sneaky uh, green complaint. It's uh, it's out there talking about bad about him. So um, yeah, not too sure the the duration that he might miss, but um, just a sneaky something to to monitor. Um, this is a bit of a bigger name, Miles Sanders, knee injury, expected to miss one or two weeks. Uh, I think you know a lot of people are racing to the the waiver wire and trying to pick up your Boston Scots and and things like that. So anything you think about Miles Sanders going down for another couple of weeks?
2: Philly's bad.
0: Um... Yeah, they suck, huh?
2: I seriously, like they play on Thursday night. That game's going to be terrible um, against the Giants. And mm. could you like? Would it be that outrageous if the Giants beat Philadelphia, and then Washington beat Dallas, and all of a sudden the division goes New York, Washington, Philly, Dallas, or Dallas, Philly, or something? Like it's it's just such a bad division of football, and none of the teams are playing well. They're all just decimated with injuries. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I was looking at something, their starting, or their depth chart, like two of their starting roster are actually still starting.
2: Yeah, so Boston Scott, I guess you can start him, but the Giants' defense is actually not as bad as you might think it is against the run, and yeah, I don't really see many points in that game, so Mm. it's it's going to be like a
0: 9-6 field (laughs) goal-a-thon. Get your your kickers. (laughs) Pete, what do you reckon about this?
1: Oh, it could have sneaky entertainment if both defences play poorly, but it's really tough to to know what to do, especially with um, the Eagles' offence, and they have pretty much no one there, and I don't think anyone's... Oh, there's talk of players coming back, but have they really shown enough so far to actually want to start them in a week? So, I mean, what's his name? Fulgham. Um what do you mm. think of him? Like, he's been going off week in, week out and like there's talk of is he actually... Is this a trend or is he just a... I think you know, it's usable.
0: I mean, until the Jeffries and, and that and
1: Ragers and all that kind of... But I mean, do you think there's... Back, but. The interesting thing to me with him is, like, there's talk of, oh, he's just received this opportunity due to injury and, um, like, he's nothing, especially in dynasty, is he... I tend to disagree with that. I, I'm not too sure whether... Like, his production's been really good, and Carson Wentz is a player that... Um, he like, he has favourite targets, right? Like, he's how long did he just throw the ball to Zach Ertz? Mm. Um, you know, 20 times a game, nearly, or what it seemed like. Um, and he's playing well with him there, and, and he is the widest ever one in that team at the moment. So, like, are you really going to say Alshon Jeffrey, who hasn't been... Wasn't healthy last year, was probably arguably not full healthy the year before and Mm. hasn't had like you know amazing is he and he's getting older right is he just now a supplementary piece to that offense and it's really the question is Jalen Rager the one or is he fighting in there for that wide receiver two now um and have that time to grow because I guess that injury they're going to take their time with him coming back um but I think Fulgham has a lot of value here and um He's not just a one-week wonder or two-week wonder or never now three. He's going to stay at that value, I think, for the course of the season. So would you say
0: the cup's half half empty or half Fulgham?
1: It's probably, for me, half Fulgham.
0: Yeah, got a little smirk out of you there, you know. He's semi like that one. Mm. I thought about that this morning when they were trying to do team names on some podcasts, and I was like, yeah, I like it. Lock it in. Uh, But yeah, look, I I think he's he's worth a a sneaky ad, that's for sure. I mean, there's, there's worse options out there. I mean... He's getting the volume, so why not give him a crack? He's scoring touchdowns, so let's give it a pearl. So yeah, um, Let's move on. Zach Ertz got a broken ability to play football, uh, so he's going to miss three to four weeks with that while he tries to figure it out. Um, anything we want to say about Zach Ertz?
2: I guess maybe he could become something in another team again next year, but he just looks done. Like
0: Yeah, he looks pretty bad. I mean, this doesn't help, so... Petey, thoughts about uh, him? You reckon Dallas Goddard's probably the ad this week, if you want to tie it in? Actually, no, wait. Thursday. I don't it think is, it's it's Thursday. Dick
2: Rod. is, is it you still hurt? Richard Rodgers. Yeah, he's still hurt. Yeah, he's it's on it's Dick Rod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if he's worth an ad in a stash. Um, I suppose most of the dynasty leagues these days, you've got Dallas Goddard sitting on a bench already, so uh, maybe in a couple of weeks you might be able to cash in on it. But, uh, yeah, interesting stuff, so... Um, Yeah, look, he hasn't been good all year He was almost droppable In a, you know A redraft, one tight end league No premium, but uh, yeah, look, what do you do Um, What else have we got here? Raheem Mostert, this is a bit of a shit He's out for an unknown number of weeks Because uh, He's got high ankle sprain sprain. Sounds very CMC-ish He's going to miss some time He's not an IR yet um, But yeah, look
1: there was talk of him going s- away, uh, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, there's talk of it, but it hasn't quite happened yet. So let's see, let's see what the go is there. But um, Any thoughts on, on this guy going down?
1: It's big for the 49ers, right? Um, I think, uh, look, we said it before that there's something different about Raheem Mostert in that running backfield. He brings the speed. He's just got mm. a bit of... Um, X factor the other running backs Vision. don't necessarily have yeah like he just you watch him hit a hole and he he, he doesn't it need don't. he doesn't need that um workhorse number of carries and that offense probably has you know twenty plus carries between the running backs in a week but Reemos only needs like you know ten of them and he's probably got um, nearly a hundred yards or like eighty yards he's running like seven something yards per carry right so uh, and if he gets a touchdown you get good value he's probably limited by um, the attempts that he has But I think His production And how good that line is um, You know Plays to his advantage And why he's so valuable But I think it's going to Hit them a bit harder It might see More of an uptick for Who is that That Jermichael Hasty? He might be the He seems to have a bit more Of the X factor than Perhaps um, McKinnon McKinnon who's probably You know The more You know they're, They'll use him as the Reliable back that they go with And probably throw in some Jeff Wilson here or there So I think the backfield remains dangerous, but it's pretty, you know, disastrous for Raheem Mostert owners who probably just got him back from injury. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of a shit. The last couple of weeks. So,
0: yeah, um, I'll agree with. Uh, who, well, which one do you want to start? Do you want to start H- Hasty McKinnon or my name's Jeff?
2: Yeah, Jeff Wilson's the wild card, isn't he? Um, because Hasty obviously got in, but Jeff Wilson was actually inactive this week, um, so. Yeah. In the past, when he's been missing, Jeff Wilson's come in and sort of taken on a bit of a role. But it looks like maybe Hasty has taken that role. But is that just because he's the special teams guy over Jeff Wilson or something? I don't know. Um, so Hasty's yeah. probably got high upside, but also could be nothing.
0: Yeah, and it was weird because, you know, McKinnon started the week so well. And then, um, you know, of comes back and see you later. Absolutely nothing. So it makes sense, almost. It's probably the more explosive, better back. But yeah, it's interesting they didn't just kind of um, share the workload just to trying try and get him involved. But uh, yeah, what do you do? Um, start your McKinnon's this week. I think you'll get a bit of pass catching uh, work as well. So um,
2: I think if you look at McKinnon actually outside of like week one when he had a pretty long touchdown, he's been fairly ineffective as a rusher. Um, so I think that's probably why, as soon as most it came back, he got. I think he had 17 carries or something before he went down, and that was like probably in the first half. So he's very much the uh, the main guy for their team at the moment.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and Kittle, of course. But yeah, look, see what happens this week. Um, I'm going to start McKinnon in a couple of leagues. But yeah, uh, what else have we got here? We've got um, Corey Davis. He's been activated off the COVID list, so he's going to come back and uh, kind of compete with the the uh, touchdown monster that's going on in the Titanville. I mean... Tannehill's um, thrown with the touchdowns to pretty much everyone. So, now there's Corey Davis back. We're going to see if AJ Brown can do it with a full cast of characters. What do we think about this? You think Corey Davis, Any will eat into AJ Brown at all? Or yeah, nah.
2: I think they're just a good offense and you can start their pieces. I I think it's just that simple. Like... People were sort of saying oh you know johnny smith hasn't played without aj brown he got hurt so we didn't really get to see it but ferksa had a bunch of work and scored a bunch of points because they just used their sort of limited number of weapons well and even adam humphreys is having a pretty good year Mm. um yeah they're they're very efficient because if you don't commit to stopping derrick henry you're screwed you're Mm. absolutely screwed so that just means that Tannehill can stand there, not really get rushed too heavily and pick out the best option and throw the pass. It's fun
0: watching them play play action as well. I mean, they do it so mm. effectively because you got to worry about Derrick Henry just scoring 94-yard touchdowns every play. So, yeah, they're, they're a good-looking team. I, I like them on offense. Pretty well coached. Um, need to do a bit of work on defense, but I think they're a bit of a sneaky dark horse again this year, so... Uh, AJ Brown owner PD and Chiefs 1 What do you reckon About this coming back Anything to Worry you at all Or yeah Piss off mate
1: No, I don't think It's um That worrying Probably Helps him if anything Um Having that other weapon Perhaps in the offense That needs some kind of Defense attention Um Probably should help Brown Probably helps The whole oh. offense I think Probably Just gets him back To being a complete set Of What they're trying to do Um I think Brown sits with the play action a bit better than Corey Davis, but Corey Davis, um, I don't know, he just also has that factor, and the team's going to want to use him as that wide receiver too. So, although it potentially maybe lose a touchdown for Brown, I think Brown should still see the same amount of targets because we still saw them throwing to the other receivers in the offense. So, I think, um, and then the Titans are looking good. I think that's just they're they're pretty well balanced on offense. So
2: one yeah, thing no, to mention oh, they do have something like you know Baltimore Pittsburgh Chicago mm, yeah, they had a tough run one of them twice all in the next four weeks so yeah. They're, they're all of a sudden going to hit a, a real test of their playoff chops i guess
0: yeah definitely i think it's probably a good test indeed good time to be alive for the titans i think they're a bit exciting and maybe they'll give a few of these teams a nudge so well, i
1: think the interesting thing will be now how they perform with um Taylor Lewan Mm, yeah that's a big loss that's the big thing um, you know losing their best lineman um, one of the league's best so if that becomes a a target point for how defenses um, come at them and just you know send their best rusher down that side and perhaps might cause a bit of issue but uh, it'll force Vrabel to uh, adapt their game plan perhaps and we might see uh, something different but like I don't know maybe not different but maybe one of the wide receivers is targeted a bit more because the other side's too blind for uh, Tannehill to look that direction or has to move away from it in the pocket so he's going to go to his right all the time, perhaps. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it could do. It's definitely a big loss. So they're going to have to, you know, reach into their depth a little bit and see if they can replace him. But uh, Yeah, look, exciting times for the Titans. They're good to watch. Um, All right, let's moving on. Uh, Bit of an update from the Panthers camp that uh, CMC is anywhere from uh, 1 to 407 weeks away. Could be this week. Could be next week. Could be the week after. Uh, could be the week after that as well. So that was fun updates from them. So really, really helping us out in fantasy land. Um, and then uh, you was you just brought this one up to my attention because I completely forgot about it. Yeah, so you like, really Takavailoa.
2: Really buried the lead there, didn't you? A Dynasty yeah, podcast, and we won't talk about how the. Well, we, we, I'm the... going to. I
0: was going to transition from talking about him to talking about the Tagavailoa tribe, and just, it's five us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what i was saying anyway. So he's going to get the start. Fitzpatrick's going to be the mentor sitting on the bench. He was killing it all year and now it's tour time. You can start us off here, yours. What are your thoughts, mate?
2: Look, I think a lot of people are like, why are they doing this? They're going to make the playoffs and they're going to be such a great team. Yeah, but even if they do happen to sort of get ahead of Buffalo on their mini collapse and the Patriots don't look that great. They somehow sneak into first in their division. Are they really going to go for a considerable playoff run with Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and not that good team? Or would they rather see what they've got now? They've got the buyer to switch to a left-handed quarterback, which is going to change things a little bit. And, um, yeah, we'll just have to see what it is but I mean obviously he can't be performing that poorly in practice that you know they think this is going to be a disaster they must think he's doing well and he he only threw a few times but one of those throws was pretty nice over the middle and I think he knows how to play like he played for Alabama it's not like he's coming from you know a small school or something He's he's got a bit of experience in big games so I'm pretty excited to see him can't wait
0: well, he's got 100% completion rate in the NFL, so that's, that's something that's under his resume already. You know, two
1: from two. See if he can keep that up. Pete, any uh, thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think they made the like the right time to do this, um, get that bye week to give them, you know, two weeks to set the game plan for two around the centre. Um, like I've said before, him being the left-handed quarterback, he's going to need as much time as possible. For that team in jail, you know, the, the right tackle really becomes, you know, the left tackle of the offence, um so it's going to be interesting to see how they go and and things will be different like some players will receive a ball where the left hand is just receivers like it's a different a different thing sometimes it comes faster the opposite way so i think doing it now is the right idea and sets them up for the best chance for the tour to have success and the team to have success because they're going to have that they're giving them the maximum amount of time to build chemistry and um Instead of just limiting themselves to a you know knee-jerk reaction one week and saying, Fitzpatrick's throwing two interceptions this week. We lost a game to someone we hope to beat. Um, we're going to throw two or in next week. It, it It's much better than that. And it really gives you like, confidence in maybe how the Dolphins organization is being run now compared to how it was before. I think uh, Flores has a good understanding of what needs to be done and how oh. to build a team. so Especially coming from the Patriots and how they, they ran their organization, it looks to be using some of that, you know, professionalism and winning mentality and bringing it across. And I think now's the time, and you don't want to waste a rookie his whole season if you think he can go out there and give you something. And it's great to see Fitzpatrick support him, right? And it's The culture there is all about this team as opposed to perhaps... And we saw um, Joe Flacco last year and get disappointed when he was benched through. And the young, young quarterback in Drew Locke. So you don't want to see... But I guess that's the situation now as players come into teams and things like that. So Fitzpatrick probably always knew he was going to be the mentor for the next guy out. So it's really, I think, yeah. a good team that's going in the right direction now. They're doing it the right way. They've got a lot of picks. They've sort of built the players around it, and we should see next year them add a few more weapons to that offense probably and spend some more in free agency and really have a crack at it.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think-,
1: think... Oh, you're going... Oh,
2: you. I was just going to say, you know, Flores has really turned around their culture in that team. Yeah, that's it's, exactly it's what I was going to say. It's almost, almost like Adam Gase is a bad coach or something. It's quite confusing to me. But...
0: Yeah, I mean, what's what's he done? He's turned a couple of just, you know, average players, or what we thought were average players. DeMonte Parker was one that, you know, we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then, you know, out goes Gase, in comes Flores and does a job. And he's got Miles Gaskin, a seventh-round pick. He's got him playing like his bloody Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's doing a good job, old bro flow. So I I like the look of these guys. And maybe next year, we're, uh, you know, they've got a new a new you know, couple of picks come in and maybe stiffen up the offensive line, stiffen up the defense even more and, you know, add a few more weapons and thanks for coming. And You know, they might really push for this number one spot. So,
1: yeah, look, it's good to see the Patriots in a tough division for once. Yeah, it's pretty rough on Adam Gase there. Like, he has a career of... um. You know, he brought a washed-up Indianapolis quarterback um, that came to the Broncos, and he got him into like you know the the record of touchdown passing in a season. So uh, I mean, here we go. <laughs> look, that's his claim to fame, right? <laughs> and then he's like, he's how long can that ride for? Like, it's really interesting. Did did um, Peyton Manning come across the Broncos and really just you know be let free and do what he wanted? Um, you know, really really be that offensive coordinator as well as a quarterback and then Adam Gase just wrote off that or did he actually have any input I um, think it's tough to see that it's tough to say that people think he's a great offensive mind and you don't really see them do anything um, breaking the mold on offense they just play the same standard run the oldest running back in your team down the middle <laughs> well, we're going off to ease up on Gase and now just bashing him <laughs> I was, that, was, that was sarcastic yeah I definitely know <laughs>
0: Yeah, but no, Luke. we'll see. Maybe the next week, we'll see. Do you, reckon, he get,
1: do you reckon he's going to get fired? Like, he didn't get fired this week. Sure, I thought, I like, look. you know, shut out. Yeah. I mean, if... if I don't Dyke know what else he needs
0: to do. I don't know what else he needs to do
1: to get that. Seriously. He's trying as long as that they've improved from last year at all, like, well, I just don't get it. They'll win a game and Gaze will get sacked. I reckon that that's what's happening. <laughs> they're waiting for the one win <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to then flick him. Yeah, maybe. All
0: right, uh, let's let's move on from uh, any news. Any other things we can think of here? Or that's probably that's probably the, the major parts of it anyway. Um, so yeah, look, let's we're obviously the fans are clamouring for some some news here. Um, so let's get into Survivor, hey. Let's, let's rip in. Uh, we're going to do a live Tribal Council here. No one actually knows who's going yet. Um, hopefully we've got some upsets coming here, but uh, we haven't told anyone. So for those uh, all of those whopping seven watches, you're going to be able to get this firsthand. so get excited. Um, let's start with Survivor 1. Who wants to go through it? All right, is, I'll start. Is this on the dock? <laughs> It's in the dock. Um, not that who's voted off, but it's in the dock. <clears throat> All right, so yeah. Let's, let's go. run down with results from this week. Go on, Lewis.
2: Yeah, so I, body Tribe wins immunity again this week with a matchup score of three to two and they send Natane Moody tribe back to Tribal Council to vote off their fourth member. Dino zero nine four nine is safe from the vote this week with the high score for the Natane Moody tribe. And uh, it's starting to get short on numbers, so a very good week to have that individual immunity.
0: Yeah, it's, um, yeah, look, this is a a great time for him to have this sneaky individual immunity. I mean, one in four chance, one in four chance, one in five chance of getting voted off here. Um, So, yeah, this is the one that that you want it. Um, Plenty of shenanigans going on here. Was this
1: the league that was just shenanigans or was the other league that was shenanigans? Nah, this one was had the shenanigans. The shenanigans. A lot of trades. I really didn't understand what was going on. I thought maybe <laughs> there was some some clear logic. That's but what it was, was,
0: the trades, yeah.
1: Just trades going everywhere. I've been like, wait, what, who?
0: <laughs> yeah, hard to keep track of. Um, whether there's an alliance going here and, you know, someone's kind of sealed their own fate. I don't know. Prodigal Sun was just trading away everyone like they were going out of fashion on it. Was that the one? Son. I think it was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He gave away Michael Thomas and Ronald Jones for Logan Thomas and J.K. Dobbins. So and Tyler Boyd, he gave away for Odell and Tyler Lockett. So I think he's kind of resigned to his fate here, so without further ado, should we read the votes? Have we oh, wait, asked for oh, the Oh yeah. shit. We're gonna have to put yeah, that on the actual. I think there's
2: evening. there's an answer this week, actually.
0: If anybody has <laughs> Oh goodness me! Keep talking.
2: Oh well, I, I, I think that I'm on the right league. Which league is this? League one. So one. Yeah, yeah. So we actually, um, I think we do have a hidden immunity idol to be played this oh, week. Oh wow! Are we?
0: Are we, are, we ooh, are we? giving that away that someone actually has a hidden immunity idol? We haven't actually told anyone about that yet. Oh well, first time we've confirmed.
2: This this person messaged me privately and said they would ooh. like to play their idol. Uh, oh. Yeah, their idol C D Lamb, um, this week, and that was Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes wants to play him. his idol. Yes, he would like to play his idol.
0: All right. Well, for, is... himself. for himself, he's played it uh, for himself.
2: He just said he'd like to play the idol. <laughs> <laughs> on, this
0: is the he... this is a hidden immunity idol. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to Jeff Probes You, you is Jeff Probst. You be Jeff Probst. Go.
2: What do you want me to do? What?
0: Well, what happens if I come to you with an immunity idol? You tell me that it is a hidden immunity idol. It is
2: a hidden immunity idol. And And, all uh, votes for. (laughs) All votes for homies will not count.
0: How about it? Let's read the votes.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Have you got them there?
1: He'll go and tell them first. No, we've done that.
2: All right. Should we start reading them?
0: Let's go suspense is being built if anyone is actually listening and is in the chat in Survivor one can you just let us know <laughs>
2: first vote prodigal son oh. second vote prodigal son oh dear third vote joe Villani. That's two votes, Prodigal Son, one vote, Javelani. The fourth vote, Javalani. Oof. That's two votes each, Prodigal Son and Javalani. The, what are we up to? Sixth person voted out of Survivor, Sheep Station Commissioners Cup edition, Jovelani. That's three Oof. votes, that's Oof. enough. Oof
0: could be a blindside this I yeah, tell you
2: um, we'll go live to the chat for the uh, for the reaction <laughs> oh, he's,
1: he's John probably. O'Page just put a <laughs> hm sign on it, but, uh, that means
0: that uh, he knows because I think the chat's about 10 seconds behind us <laughs> <laughs> Jovelani. Uh, look is it a blindside I think so
2: oh wow yeah, it's really hard cool. to to get feedback when we're like 20 seconds ahead of them but um yeah, yeah nuts um i think prodigal son certainly looked like he thought he was gone mm-hmm. uh with the trades that were gone so interesting to see but uh let's let's see if this was enough for them to turn their season around
0: yeah that was uh pretty intense um I've been getting a few messages from a couple of people saying that, uh, you know, this is happening, this is happening. I'm trying to ignore it, but Jesus. I think this one is uh, a bit of a blind sight. So, Jono, if you're in the chat and you want to just let us know, are you upset? Please let us know if you're upset, because uh, this one's uh, caught me by surprise, because I thought you were in for the long haul. So Yeah, what do you do? Oh, big trade in Survivor 2.
2: Right before... Oh, the
1: suspense. <laughs> They've already heard her. Heard us talking about League One, so... Idol being played, maybe there's some, some movement here, is there? Is there?
0: Oh, we have an idol from Zombies203. He has requested to play his idol. Oh, by the way, Mahomes, homies just played his idol for no reason. He was not getting a single vote, so... Um. Well, that, the time was <laughs> up, wasn't it, on
1: that idol? We had said a...
0: Yeah, we had. So, who has, who has Zombies203 has requested to play his idol? Um... Zombies 203. Does he even have an idol?
2: Uh, What is the idol? He has to say that first, I think.
0: (laughs) I'm on it. Very intriguing. Oh, yes, okay. There was a trade. There's two trades. Two trades has happened. So CM Bass has traded Kirk Cousins with Sean Jackson. Oh. This is incre- This is crazy stuff. It's all happening here. <laughs> Holy moly! And then Morphgin has traded a Sterling Shepherd for Darrell Henderson and fifty dollars fab. And now we've got a whole the runaway train has just traded his entire team with Zack Attack three thousand. <laughs> Oof!
2: I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Zach Attack three thousand. Is, is, is he what's on? What's happening? The, <laughs> <laughs> He's on the it, other tribe, right?
0: John O'Page, mate. She was a blindside, but good play. Please, peace, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I think we need to hold off here.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, this well, is, is a great podcast for listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another trade oh, going through. What is happening? Sixty dollars of fab. Runaway train to Zach Attack. What is going on right now? We're gonna
2: have to give him the the all clear. Before. I think they know what's going to happen here, but I, I don't even know if they're right, uh, to be honest, having a look at the votes here. But um, let's see. Yeah, I've just asked zombies sure.
0: to tell me he's, he's idle again, just to make sure we're
1: confirming. This is absolutely insane. Or well, you can cut the suspense with a knife right now.
0: <laughs> I reckon the podcast listeners would be absolutely frothing over this. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just.
1: I mean,. You have and to if, watch
2: the video. If you think yeah, this mate. is um this is exciting, wait till you hear what we have planned next. Do we Zombies are said to Sean
0: Jackson is his immunity mm. idol? Zombies.
1: Yes. Seventy five rushing
0: yards. That is a hidden immunity idol, so all votes for zombies will not count.
1: And no more idols?
0: Uh we have another one. Morph Jin has just said he would like to play his idol by the looks of it. He's just sent me it's a cool. private message. Yep. Morfgen, he would like to play an immunity idol. Yeah, uh,
1: which, which one? What? Who is it?
0: Sterling Shepherd. Let's just make sure he's on his roster. I think he just traded for him. Morfgen just traded for Sterling Shepherd. So all votes for Morfgen will not count.
1: Mm.
0: So Morfgen and... Oh my goodness me! Who <laughs> who who have, who have them now? Morphgen and zombies. Zombies, zombies, two-way through. Have both played hidden immunity idols. They are both safe from the vote. All votes for Morphgen and Deshaun Jackson will not count, uh, and zombies will not count.
2: Shall we go tally the votes? Yeah, let's go tally the card. votes. Are you reading them? Do you want me to go again?
0: Um, I'm just quickly posting to the chat that two immunity idols have been played. All right. All votes for Zombies,
2: and Morphgen will not count,
0: and Morphgen.
2: Once the votes are read, the decision is final. The person voted out will be asked to drop all their players immediately. Let's go tally the votes. We good to start?
0: Yep. Read them out, U.S.
2: Alright. First vote. Morphgen. Does not count. Second votes, The Runaway Train. Third vote, Soto Ram. One vote, soda Ram. One vote, Runaway Train. No votes. No, <laughs> no, no votes, Morphin. <laughs> uh, fourth vote, The Runaway Train. Fifth vote, Soto Ram. That's two votes each, Soto Ram and The Runaway Train. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> I forget what we're up to six vote. The runaway train. It's three votes. Runaway train. Two votes. Sodaram. One vote left. This is the it. The sixth it. person voted off from Survivor Ship Station Commissioners Cup Edition, League two. The runaway train. That's four votes. That's enough. Oof. Ah, the Give runaway the train. <laughs> the tribe has spoken.
0: It's got to feel good. <laughs> Runaway train. Gonskis.
2: Yep. I think he possibly had an idea that he might be gone with those trades. Selling all these players right to someone else. Or was that someone else? I can't even keep up with what's just happened.
1: I don't know, but so many people just <laughs> traded. Yeah, Zach Attack three thousand got all the all them players, so I mean we've seen it in our league one before you know you make a move like that you put a target on your back um, normally the next person to go is the one that takes advantage of uh, little loopholes like this so it'll be interesting um, we'll wait and see how it plays out
0: another wasted idol
1: hmm. I mean one of them Two. was deadlined right so
0: one of them at least got a vote but uh, yeah. yeah I think yeah some of them were, were deadlines but maybe next year or uh, these next idols, they won't have a deadline until you know final couple of people. So, or maybe they will. Maybe they will give anything away. Maybe
2: there won't be any more idols.
0: Maybe there won't be. Uh... But um, so, which which immunity idols just got played? All of them.
2: <laughs> All <laughs> by one? Yeah, no,
0: I don't know. Maybe not. Just kidding. Settle down, everybody. Everybody, calm down. Talk about that later, off the air. <laughs> so yeah, look, we... that was interesting. Maybe some blind sides. Maybe not. Go on, is What are you saying?
2: I was just going to say, are we ready to announce the uh, the format for this week or do we want to <laughs> wait till a bit later? Um, so I think the waivers are going to run pretty soon, so we might have to wait till after these waivers and force them to go again tomorrow.
0: I think they already ran for the... Uh, what do you call it? The Today's waivers. They already ran. I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh, okay. Well, cool. Before all those trades. Yeah, then we'll have to lock all the players before we announce it. Ah, we'll save it for later. Cool. We'll announce it after.
0: Sounds like a plan. Alright, um, now I did have a sneaky little talking point for today, if you want to uh, kick it off here, um, or yeah, so sneaky talking point, yeah?
2: Yeah? Yeah, let's go.
0: Well, should we give a little plug first? Peter, you did a good job at this last time, you want to give a plug out here?
1: Oh, you're leaving it to me. Alright, I'll give it a go. Um... Look, we get a uh, plug for, you know, some championship rings here from uh, Sporting Flags Down Under. They've been lucky enough to source some amazing fantasy football championship rings. Uh, These rings are currently only available to be purchased from the US at a very high price, but Sporting Flags Down Under are bringing them to Australia at a fraction of the cost. The design quality is high and the ring is made from alloy and all stones um, added with great skill and by a ringed craftsmanship. Craftsman, not craftsmanship. Uh, (laughs) You'll get one for a championship. That's, That's what it. About. Putting the two together. Uh, they, they come inside a smart looking wooden box for beautiful display and are only $70 plus postage and handling. The wooden box is a good extra, but like you're going to wear that ring 24 7, right? Too right. Exactly. Win,
0: yeah. I mean, um, take your wedding ring off, put this one on.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, punch someone in the face with it the because it's so heavy and just oh, let know. Kill them, you them. A championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for any more info on these awesome looking additions to give your Fantasy Football League champion, get in touch with Sporting Flags Down Under. That's Sporting Flags Down Under on Facebook.
0: I'll tell you what, he sent me a photo of them today. They came in apparently today or yesterday or whatever it was. They look pretty schmick. Um, there's photos all over their Facebook page. Go and have a look. And if you want a flag, Plenty of Australian spin on all of our uh, favourite NFL teams. I know that they've got like instead of the Union Jack, they've got like a, a crest of your team kind of over the top of it. So plenty of options there to go and go and get your all of your merch. But yeah, these rings are pretty schmick. Um, 70 bucks. It's pretty decent, I suppose. You go to those overseas websites, you're probably looking at 100, 120 bucks. So good saving and away you go. Uh, so yeah, good stuff from them, bringing them across. So happy days. Um, all right, talking point. Off the back of last week, we did a how to how to, and how not to tank. Um, we're going to have a look at just a couple of players, maybe to target if you're the 0-6 kind of region and you're starting to panic and you think maybe I need a tank or what are you going to do for specific picks and, and all that kind of stuff. So let's start with a few players that you're targeting, hey? Have you got some, maybe one or two players that you're, you're looking to, to go and try and trade for or maybe um, look at people's taxi squads and say, oh, maybe I'll go and get that guy for, for you know? an ageing kind of player so any targets you're looking at here boys or do you want me to start it off or can I go first yeah go on you was off you go yeah
2: right. here's my target it's uh, Irv Smith Um, the tight end obviously out of Minnesota Um, snap percentage took a a big jump uh, over the last couple of weeks and uh, it was over 70% last week and I haven't looked 81% this week just gone so that's up from sort of the 50s to 60% so he's seeing the field more and it's not just that he's also running more routes so early in the season 16 17 17 12 routes uh, last two weeks 31 routes each week so he's certainly just suddenly become heaps more involved in the offense Um, and it's sort of resulted in his highest two fantasy finishes on the year so far so I think it's finally time for them, after a bad start, to start phasing in their young guy, thinking that they're probably out of the playoff running already, And because in the same period, you have seeing Kyle Rudolph really back off as well in Routes' run. He's, he's remained fairly steady, but obviously with um, Irv Smith taking over, it seems pretty clear the trend. Um, I think most analysts were sort of predicting this at the start of the year, that he was going to be a breakout option, and it seems to have just come a bit later than everyone wanted. But uh, because he hasn't really got a touchdown he he actually had the ball knocked out of his hands on a pass like right on the goal line this week i know because it was cost me 250 bucks in a multi but um who remembers that and uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was uh yeah maybe people haven't quite noticed the owner hasn't quite noticed that he's sort of stepping things up because he hasn't scored real well but uh, he's certainly trending right and he's a young player you can target to get into your team for next year.
0: Peter, you got one here to go? I like it, by the way. I um, was actually hoping he'd uh, kind of break out this year and I stocked him up in a couple of leagues. And uh, so far, not much from it, but hopefully those snap percentage you were talking about kind of keeps going. And uh, Yeah, look. Yeah,
1: it's exciting times for Smith. Peter, you got one? Or want me to go first? Last week, I would have said a big target for me would have been DeAndre Swift. Um, it's bit, price has gone up a lot in uh, one week after he sort of had his breakout game. But I think all the signs were there coming into this week, coming off a buy. Um, you know, it's normally when teams start to bring in the change to guard and give the rookie a bit more of a go. So, I mean, he's a good buy and was a good buy now. It's probably going to be you're paying a bit more for him now. Um, someone else that I think. Who else am I looking for? I don't know. Maybe Kenyon Drake, but he did break off another big touchdown this week for someone that's probably more looking to rebuild, to stay competitive this season. But if you're looking for... Um, I'd probably look to someone like Horton Sutton if you've, you've fallen behind. Someone that's out for the season, um, had an injury early, that might be able to buy off. Someone that's sort of needs something more. Perhaps your team's already out of running and this guy... Um, has Sutton but he, he needs another receiver to get him through to the season maybe look at a move there to to get that um i can't think of any guys at the moment what about you moz you got someone for us yeah
0: i've got one sneaky little one because uh, i think a lot of people are going to forget about him because he's been on ir for a little while uh it's michael pissman out of the indianapolis colts um looking at 92 percent snap rate before he got injured um Started to see his targets going up. He had six targets in the, the game before he got injured, and he had four targets in the game that he did actually get injured. Um, he's the kind of player that I'd be looking at. Kind of uh, big-bodied, six four, 220 pounds, big-bodied guy um, can go and get these targets and and turn them into something very very effective. And I think coming into year two, if you're a guy that's zero six, you're obviously going to be able not obviously not going to be able to start him um, probably this year. But leading into next year, I think you know he might be a, a kind of. Uh, fringe wide receiver three, wide receiver two area next year because T.Y. Hilton's just declined. Um, I think they're going to... You've got Philip Rivers there. I don't know if he's going to be there next year. Um, he hasn't really improved them as much as you would hope that they would. Um, so maybe they're going to get a quarterback and then, you know, we link up with Pittman and you've got... Uh, who else have you got there? At the the tight ends are actually doing something in, in Indianapolis this week, which is uh, impressive. But I think he can come in and, and be what T.Y. Hilton has not been this year. Um, So he's the kind of guy that I'm targeting uh, for next year. Uh, Michael Pittman.
2: Is Paris Gamble on IR too? I think he is, yeah. Yeah, still, yeah. yeah. Possibly the same thing, not sure though, but yeah, good call. I definitely had forgotten about him, so it's a pretty nice one. Yeah, um, Paris Gamble
0: is on IR as well. And he actually had a pretty good start to the year, so there are probably two people you look at. He had uh, nine targets in his game that he actually played you know, eighty three percent of snaps for so maybe just the Colts wide receivers in general. Um, T.Y. Hilton seems to be just on the out, so yeah.
2: Yeah, my other one was along the same lines and it was uh Jalen Rager. Um obviously a rookie and hasn't really shown much and Philadelphia's look pretty terrible. But um a lot of people have been talking about, you know, Ashland Jeffrey's gonna come back pick him up and Deshaun Jackson pick him up. These guys are ancient and uh Philadelphia's not really going that well so think i think when rega comes back in he might be more um impactful than these older guys who has really been a long time since you've seen effective football from these guys so i'd be pretty keen to get him i think people might have given up a bit on him because their offense looks bad as well so yeah go after rega
0: pd anymore
1: I'm thinking maybe if you can get Keenan Allen for a good price, he might be a a sneaky target as well. Maybe this little injury that he's got at the moment, if he was to sit out this week, would probably add to the ability to use some of that leverage over the the Allen owner and sort of target him. I think we might see with Herbert very soon that uh, Keenan Allen's value takes a big tick up. So if you're looking for a a big name, a bigger name wide receiver, now's the chance to try and get someone like Keenan at that, that sort of a little bit of a discount perhaps or someone who's a little bit more affordable um, mm. for your team.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, it could be a little sneaky target there. Um, I suppose I think the, the kind of price with him is still probably going to be pretty high because of just name value. Um, yeah, look, it's going to be hard to to get him I reckon but if you're especially if you're 0-6 would you go after Keenan Allen or would, yeah, you, would remember Keenan Allen be the guy that you're going to sell
1: mm, you're true I think you're looking for I wouldn't be the guy to I'd be Keenan Allen would be that thing to hold for me I think if if I was there the wide receivers just, he's not he's not at his premium enough at the moment to, to be like you're going to get maximum out of him to sell him and if you hold him for the season his values were not going to drop far than it is now to say, oh, you missed an opportunity in a cell window, right? Um, So.
2: If you want a player that is in a uh, cell window, Jameson Crowder, my God. Um, He's played a few less games than others, but far out. He had 100 yards in his first three games, two touchdowns, 100 yards each game for his first three games, two touchdowns. Had a bit of a down week this week, but um, yeah, he's pretty much... I think a top 5 wide receiver on the year on points per game um, never been able to produce it before but his he's, um, trade calculator value that I looked up on Dynasty 101 has got him as sort of a late second so I think if you're a tanking team and you've got Jamison Crowder in your, in your team you could definitely sort of maybe push for a little bit more than that and um, get a second round pick in over Jameson Crowder, who's probably not really going to help you much this year, and then who knows what's going to happen to the Jets next year.
0: Yeah, they're a tough team to, to know what's going on with, eh? I tell you. Real tough. <laughs> who knows? They could be absolute dog shit next year, or they could just, you know, find a new coach and be the guns. Hard to tell. But uh, I guess
2: Gase has, has touched Mims now as well, so uh, he's, no, he's in for it? a stellar career once Gase is removed
0: yeah it's rough it's rough we'll see
1: we'll see i like these calls
0: um i'm actually well, mims,
1: at, uh, we'll go on. i was going to say mims fits in that category of youtube oh, game with it like the injury um hasn't done anything type thing that you can try and improve on his value but um it'll be interesting to see sometimes it's interesting i think when the coach is under potential of leaving that that player might not be what the new coach Was after, especially a polarizing player like Mims, who was sort of, you know, athleticism at the freak level, but there's a lot of questions on his ability at the NFL level, um, whether it could translate. So, players like him would, if you get him for cheap, it makes sense. But I think that you don't want to be paying too much because Gates is gone. So, well, surely, right? If he wins that one game, um, he'd be a player that might. Might not be see either way with the new coach, perhaps in how they want to play or what they're looking for in a wide receiver.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Going to be interesting times in New York Jets territory next year and the end of this year. So, uh, who else am I looking for? I'm looking at guys like your. Um, oh, I just saw someone that I can't remember. I wrote it down, but now I've lost it completely. Antonio Gibson. He's one that I'd probably go and target. I think. Um, He's flashed here and there at the start of this year. He's on an absolute garbage team. Um, he's probably someone I'd kind of try and target. Uh, Darius Slayton is another one I'd try and target. Um, Giants still aren't hitting goals, and Darius Slayton is kind of performing pretty well. Um, Terry McLaurin, same thing. Hopefully they get a quarterback upgrade soon and he comes in it does work. They're all going to cost a little bit. Um, But if you've got someone that's like a, you know, aging Julio Jones, and you can swap him out for Terry McLaurin and a pick maybe. um, Yeah, I'd absolutely 100% go and do that. Thoughts on those guys?
2: Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on Slayton. I really... Him and Mark East-Brown are the two from last... or like, second-year receivers. That... They really just rely on a touchdown. So... um, Marques Brown, it's more because of the volume, and then Slayton because their offense isn't scoring much, so you, you're kind of tossing a coin as to whether they're going to get in on a big play, which means they're volatile, so, but if that's, I mean, if they're going in as your wide receiver three or your flex or something, maybe that's what you want. You want a guy that could score 30 points or could also score two. But yeah, Slayton's certainly been the wide receiver one for their team, just whether Sterling Shepard comes back and takes away a bit of his volume. But I'm, I'm not really sure that they affect each other too much. They play yeah, could pretty different open roles. It up a bit. Yeah, it could yeah.
0: open him up and give him that kind of underneath target and then, you know, that brings the safety down or, you know, draws their attention to something else and then Slayton kind of sneaks out of the back and gets another long one. But they're the kind of players you're looking at. You're looking at things like, you know, your second second-year wide receivers who haven't quite... Broken out, but shown flashes. Um, you know, running backs who have got a bit of youth, and you know, I don't know if you can call a Miles Gaskin someone you trade for because I think seventh round, seventh round pick. You know, whether they uh, they hang on to him or whether they move on from him pretty quick, and maybe try and upgrade that position as well. Um, you know, that they're the options. But you know, I think it's too late for guys like Justin Jefferson and uh, uh, who else broke out already this year. T Higgins, T Higgins. Yeah, it's probably a little bit too late. You're probably gonna have to pay. But if you've got guys that you know. Your Julio's, your, uh, your Hopkinses, or... Uh, Hopkins is probably not the best option there, actually, now I think Adam about, Thielen, maybe. Yeah, Adam Thielen, that's a bloody good example. Yeah, your Jameson Crowd, as you said before, um, and you can go and swap them for a rookie and some, or, you know, just straight up for one of these rookies. I'd 100% be doing it, because, you know, you get that 10-year length instead of just a couple of years out of them, so that's the way to go for sure. So, any thoughts, any other thoughts, any other sneaky little tidbits you want to talk about here?
2: To two days playable too Yeah, go to her.
0: Uh, go to her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go and get to her as well before he starts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He starts in the has a shit game, and then you're stuffed. <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, always a pleasure. That was a fun, exciting uh, survivor. We're going to go and have a little chat about it and break it down. Someone's brought something to our attention, so happy days. Um, all good. Follow us on Facebook. <laughs> Clearly, this uh, this works well. So
2: happy days uh right. catches so long goodbye okay bye